Welcome to the first 4125 podcast. My name is Pastor Jeffrey Mines, and I serve at a church that's located at 4125 Constitution Avenue in Colorado Springs. This podcast is about the people of Holy Cross Lutheran Church. We're a larger congregation. We have over a thousand members, and we have three different unique worship opportunities. And a lot of the people who worship at the 8 o'clock worship service, they don't know the people who worship at 9.30 or 11 o'clock. There was a time when I was on a committee once. It was actually kind of a small committee, and uh, I was running the committee, and I, I, I gathered some people that I thought were good leaders, and I said, hey, let's dive right in. And as I was starting the meeting, one of the members on the committee said, whoa, 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 wait a minute. Uh, can we go around the table and meet everybody? And I thought, we don't need to go around the table and meet everybody. Everyone here at this table should already know each other. And two members of that committee, they looked across the table at one another and they said, I don't know who that is. And that shocked me because I know both of those members really well. It shocked me that they had never met before. And so that's the reason for this podcast. And each podcast will highlight one unique and interesting person at Holy Cross Lutheran Church. And so today's guest had coronavirus COVID-19 along with her entire family. And so I'd like for you to meet my friend, Jaquel Riggs. I think you're going to like her. Let's begin. Hello, I'm here with my friend, Jaquel Riggs. How are you today, Jaquel? I'm good. Thank you. Hey, thanks so much for being the very first guest on the Holy Cross Lutheran Church podcast. Uh, And I I did some Facebook stalking, and I hope that's okay. But here's the first thing that I found. You are from Minnesota. Where? I am. I kind of all over Minnesota, but um, I claim Moorhead, Minnesota, which is up north, right by Fargo, North Dakota. And then I also discovered, and I didn't know this at all, that you were in the Army? I was in the army for 14 years and I retired, um, early, um, because of a knee injury. (laughs) What the, uh, what rank did you achieve? Um, I retired as a captain. Okay. So do we need to call you captain Riggs? You do not, not anymore. (laughs) Okay. Got it. Um, and then, uh, one of the other things that I noticed was that, um, you're a Cubs fan and can you tell me that story? Um, so when I was little, around 18 months, my parents went to a Cubs game and they got a sticker and they put it on our, like our old radio flyer wagon. And so I just kind of always assumed we liked the Cubs, but Mm. to be honest with you, baseball wasn't like, I've always liked baseball, but it wasn't a huge staple in my life until I met my husband. Um, cause he's from Chicago. Um, And yeah, so he became a hockey guy and I became a baseball girl. And so. So you're a hockey girl. I am. I played hockey pretty much my whole life. Yep. I I don't know anything about hockey, but I assume that the players have positions. What position did you play? I was a goalie. Really? Yep. When I played, I had a scholarship for college. So I played into college. And then after my freshman year, um, I just, I kind of realized I'm not going to be in the NHL. I mean, you know, Um, so that's when I joined the army. Uh, What college did you go to? 
I went to an all-girls Catholic college called St. Kate's. It's in St. Paul, Minnesota. Wow. Mm -hmm. So here's what I learned. If I put a bunch of Dodgers stickers on your kids' toys, then they will all become Dodger fans. You might have to fight my husband for that one, but I don't think that's going to (laughs) happen. Okay. All right. Okay. So the real reason that I wanted to talk to you today is because your family, within the last few weeks, you all had coronavirus, COVID-19. Tell me about that. We did. So we took a trip to Disney World. um, And this is what before we left, I had talked to our pediatrician and was like, should we cancel our trip? And I just don't think anyone could have foreseen how much of a issue it was going to become because he was like, no, go, you know, it'll be fine. And um, so when we went, we were there from Thursday to Sunday, um, leaving on a Monday morning. Well, the Monday morning that we left is the day they shut Disney World down. Mm. Um, So and then we went to a house for a week in Cape Coral and we were with my parents. Well, while we were at the house, um, our kids started getting sick. But we kind of just thought it was a cold, like it wasn't really coronavirus-like, you know, what they were experiencing. And then you needed to fly home, right? So we did. We needed to fly home. um, And after talking with my aunt, who is a neonatal doctor um, in North Dakota, we decided to drive just because it was safer. And for the, I mean, for a couple reasons, but one of the biggest reasons was I didn't even think they were going to let us on a plane because our kids were like coughing so hard and feverish and so we decided to drive which was like a three-day trip with three kids um and and so then what was it like when you got home so as soon as we got home um thankfully it waited until we got home but um phil my husband um he started getting sick um and then i started getting sick and at first i thought oh it's just a cold because you know when you travel sometimes you you're worn down you just you kind of feel icky anyway um but when it really hit me that we had this coronavirus was in um the cough I had was just it like it hurt so bad to cough but I couldn't breathe I couldn't take a full breath in um so I do have asthma um and I I think that made it a little bit worse just because like the burn pits in Afghanistan were really bad um so sometimes my like Usually my breathing is fine, but I literally just could not even walk up the stairs without taking an inhaler. So I'm trying to understand what is that like to to be in your own home, but not even being able to take a full breath? So for me, it gave me a lot of really bad anxiety. Um, And I just like, I don't even know how to explain that other than the fact that like, I kind of panicked for about two days. There were two days where I thought, this is kind of, this is a real thing. Like, you know, what if I had to get admitted? What would our kids, like my parents were sick too. Um, I'm nursing my eight month old child. Um, So there were a lot of things running through my mind. And, you know, to be honest with you, at one point I did just say, God's got it. You know, it's in his hands and this is all going to end up, there's a plan. So I did pray a lot about it. Um, But, you know, my husband, he had a fever of like between 101 and 103 for five days. And he he was like on the couch down. He couldn't do anything. Um, But it's just it's a panicky feeling like because, you know, you start hearing about the media, like people have to get put on ventilators and 
so all these things go through your mind like my biggest concern was my children but of course you know what would we do um but it's scary I was scared for for two days there were two days where I was like okay this is real and I'm officially scared (laughs) I cannot even imagine so uh what type of lesson did you learn now that your family's passed this coronavirus 19 um you know I think the biggest lesson I learned and and I don't say this just because this is a podcast for our church but the biggest lesson I learned is how important um your church family really is because my parents live 10 minutes from us, but they were so sick. But, um, the way that the church family took care of us and embraced us and dropped stuff off on our porch. And I mean, like your family, um, did this like orange juice, breakfast, um, sticker books for our kids. I mean, just, you know, the food and the, the praying and, I think the biggest thing I learned, um, and I actually reflected on this later on, was just how important it is to, like, be a part of the church community and the church family and just how much they pull together and take care of you when you need it. And I've never experienced that before, so I think it just hit me really hard. Like, it was just great. I mean... Like I said, I don't I don't say that because this is a church podcast. I say that because that is the one thing that I took away from this was your church family is always there for you. Wow, that is really awesome. Hey, let me pray for you, Jaquel. Okay. Dear God, thank you so much for bringing the Riggs family through this epidemic. And we pray that you would be with the other people in our country and even in our congregation that are struggling with this sickness. And we pray that you would Uh, bring our country uh, back quickly, that we can get back to life as normal or as normal as it will be. Lord, we love you. And it's in the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks so much, Jaquel. Thank you. I appreciate it. Goodbye. Bye. I want to thank Jaquel Riggs for being the very first guest on the 4125, the people of Holy Cross Lutheran Church right here in Colorado Springs. If you don't know Jaquel, I hope that you get to know Jaquel. She's an amazing woman and she has an awesome family. Thank you so much for joining me today. We will see you next week. Goodbye.